following message is recorded at City Light Church in Vicksburg, Mississippi. City Light Church exists to shine the light of Christ in our city and world through the transformed lives of His people. For more information on the church and its ministries, please visit www.citylightvicksburg.org. Talking about resilient realness on this morning. As the scripture read, so if you have your Bibles, you can turn to Colossians 3. We'll be walking through that on this morning. Resilient realness is number four of the six values through which we aim to live out the mission of City Light Church. Uh, If you notice, one value is built Uh, upon another with Christ being the foundation. We'll take a look at Colossians 3, 1 through 15, uh, framing our discussion with three points. Uh, The first of which is uh, resilience is not the absence of conflict. Resilience is not the absence of conflict. The second, realness requires an in Christ resilience. Realness requires an in Christ resilience. And the third and final resilient realness is the result of gospel unity. Amen. Paul is writing this letter to the church, uh, not because they are uh, a perfect church. Uh, As a matter of fact, if you show me a perfect church, and I will show you a church without people. uh, For wherever you have people, you will also have conflict. Uh, Colossian church here is no different. Uh, You have the... Uh, communal conflict, uh, Jew, Gentile. Uh, You have the doctrinal conflict uh, for those that we would call uh, Gnostics. Uh, You have the Jewish legalism, and you also have the gospel. Uh, And you also, uh, if that weren't enough, you also have Paul who is in prison at the moment, and that's, that's some pretty good conflict right there, amen? It's something to think about how long ago the text was written Uh, And to a people that are literally on the other side of the world from us here, uh, yet it mirrors so much of our present day in terms of the communal and doctrinal conflict. Uh, In the first two chapters, Paul addresses the doctrinal issues and the communal issues in the uh, latter two chapters. And the communal issues are really what we're going to deal with today, talking about resilient realness. Uh, Note how the conversation starts uh, as he addresses uh, the communal conflict. Uh, Starting with verse 1 in chapter 3, he says, If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is seated, or rather where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things uh, that are above and not things that are on earth For you have died in Christ, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. So before he addresses any issues, before he addresses uh, any behavior, any conflict, he tells us to focus. Get your mind right. You ever had that, whether it was a day or whether it's just a particular person, before you dealt with that person or before, before you dealt with that issue, you just had to kind of center yourself, take a deep breath. Anybody ever had people like that? 
Sometimes we just need a shift, a reminder of who and whose we are unless we act out of character. And that's what Paul is doing. Hear the words. He says, raised with Christ, seek things that are above, seated at the right hand of God, hidden in Christ, Christ who is your life, with him in glory. To create a picture for you, it's very vertical, is it not? It's very vertical and it's very intentionally vertical because if we miss the vertical, we'll fail miserably at the horizontal. We have this illustrated in um, scripture, Matthew 18, uh, parable of the unforgiving servant. Uh, it's verses 23 through 28, I believe, if you want to go back and read it later. But you have this man who owed a great debt to his master. His master comes to collect on the debt. The man doesn't have it, so he says, hey, man, you, you, you got to go to jail so you can pay off your debt. The man pleads with his master, pleads with his master, and the master, the master forgives him of his debt. But what does he do? He goes out and finds people that owes him money. And, and it's funny, if you go back and read it, Scripture says at one point he was choking a man, saying, pay me what you owe me. Now this, after his master just forgave him of the same thing. He missed the vertical. He missed the vertical. If he'd only stopped to think about the compassion that his master had shown him, do you think he would have showed the same? Verse 5, back in Colossians, he says, put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Verse 6, on account of these, the wrath of God is coming, and these you too once walked when you were living in them, but now you must put away uh, them all. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, obscene talk from your mouth. Notice we've gotten into the conflict, but we still haven't gone horizontal. He makes it personal before he makes it communal. So he says, focus on Jesus. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Amen. And now he's telling, he's telling us, examine ourselves. Now, he's, he's, he's writing to address communal issues, but he starts with Christ, and then he goes to you. Put to death what is earthly in you, in these you once walked, when you were living in them. Now, you must put away from your mouth what we say we believe should affect how we behave. Amen. And we have to address ourselves before we can address others. Um, another text uh, in the gospel says, uh, remove the beam from your eye. Then you can see clearly how to help your brother remove the speck from his eye. Resilient realness requires an in Christ resilience. So since then, you have been raised with Christ and are seeking things that are above. Since your life is hidden in Christ uh, with God or hidden 
with Christ in God, and you have put to death selfishness, impurity, pride, since you have put away anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk, now, now you're ready to go horizontal. Now you're ready to be relational. Now we're ready to address or work on communal conflict because why do we need resilient realness if there's no conflict, right? So there's obviously conflict. Verse 9, he says, Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with his practices and having put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of his creator. Here there is not Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. Now, why does it take all that? Why does it take me focusing on Jesus and, and all the self-examination uh, to get to resilient realness? It makes resilient realness seem real hard, doesn't it? Uh, we're, just, we're just keeping it real, right? Some of the young people say keeping it 100. I don't know if they say it these days. Do they still say that? Keeping it 100? Okay, we got an amen from the young group in the crowd. It takes all that because the end game is different. The end game is different. See, Paul gets to, uh, Paul gets rather what Nicodemus came to understand, and that is this thing is spiritual. You know, when Jesus says to Nicodemus, you must be born again, what did Nick say? How can a man once he is old enter again into his mother's womb? You know, no, no, Nick, not quite, not quite there. It's spiritual must be born of the water and the spirit. And it's the same uh, in terms of uh, what we're dealing with here. When he says there is neither Jew nor Greek, circumcised or uncircumcised, but Christ is all uh, and in all. When he talks about one body, he's not talking about uh, fusing Joe and Elizabeth together. Anybody picture that? What that might look like? <laughs> Thou shalt be called Joe Beth. I'm here all night. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. He's talking about the end game. Our end game is reconciliation, resilient realness. There is conflict. There is difference. If you look around the room, you see all manner of differences. You see people dress differently. You see different ages. You see different colors. You see people with no hair and people with all kinds of hair. So the diversity displays our differences, and differences oftentimes lead to division. Amen? And you just, you, you can't go around giving people a, a piece of your mind if your mind haven't been renewed in Christ. Amen? You, you, you can't just say, I, I just got to get this off your chest, off my chest, if you haven't put on Christ. Why? Because our end game is reconciliation. That's where the resilience come in. Yes, we can, we can acknowledge our differences and we can discuss our differences and we can talk about them uh, uh, beyond just the surface level. There may be a reason why I wear my hair like this. How about we have a conversation about that? There may be a reason why I cut my hair, which I need a cut now. Y'all can't tell, but I did. There may be a reason for that. There, 
our experiences are different and, and we'll, we'll never really understand or have the, the type of community, the type of oneness that scripture talks about here that Pastor Brian talked about on last week that we see Jesus praying about in John 17 unless we have that resilience. And that resilience starts in Christ, amen? Resilient realness is the result of gospel unity. Verse 12, Colossians 3, and we're closing. He says, put on then as God's chosen ones. I want you to hear the words. Put on then as God's chosen ones. We, we, we can't have resilient realness with everybody. Uh, if you note through the values, it starts where? With Christ, right? Uh, even here, as Paul is writing this letter, he's writing the letter to the church, right? And it's in the church. We see it also in the church at Corinth. There's conflict in the church. But God desires us to be one. But again, that is a spiritual thing. There are differences, and our differences will drive us to conflict. But the conflict is not necessarily a bad thing if we view it correctly, Conflict is, is, is what I call grace opportunities. Twelve, and we'll get down to thirteen. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, patience, what we believe should affect how we behave, bearing one another, and if one has a complaint against another, we give them a piece of our mind, right? We just get it off our chest, right? I got an amen on that right there. No, that might be realness, but the hope is resilient realness. The end game is reconciliation. The, the end game is us doing life together. So if, 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 mercy, where are 13. I'm glad y'all got good eyes. Bearing one another, and if one has a complaint against the other, forgiving each other. You know, I wrote down the definition of, of resilient, but I don't think I wrote it in my notes here. But basically, you know the whole phrase, you know, don't get bent out of shape. You've heard that? That's what, that's what we mean when we talk about resilience. Be real, but don't get bent out of shape. And that's whether the one you're, that's whether you're the one coming to a brother or whether you're the brother that's, that someone is coming to. Don't get, don't get bent all out of shape. But he says, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, you must also forgive. Resilient realness is the result of gospel unity. And above all things, Above all these, put on love, which bonds everything together in perfect harmony, and let the peace of Christ, the frustration of the moment. Is that what it says? Let the frustration of the moment rule in your hearts. Let the offense, I can't believe she asked me that. Can you believe he touched my hair? I don't, I, I just can't believe Corey wore those bright red shoes standing up there preaching. 
Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you are called in two bodies, black and white, young, old, reformed, charismatic, ESV, KJV. Got a dirty look. I love it. That's resilient realness right there. No, we are called in one body. Romans says, we being many are one body in Christ. Again, it's a, it's, a, it's a spiritual thing, but it's something that's very intentional and something we have to be intentional about. Jesus has done his part, right? When he was on the cross, he said, you know, okay, I've done all I'm going to do today. I'll come back when y'all need me again. Right? No? He said it's finished. Right? But he also said, I will not leave you comfortless. So he sends the Spirit. This requires the help of the Spirit. Amen? To listen to Hank Williams? That's the work of the Spirit. I love you, Matt. <laughs> gospel rap. My brother here loves gospel rap. It's not for me. That's a work of the Spirit. Because I could say, you know, man, I don't want to hear that stuff. Turn that off. You know, and he can say, man, I'm going to rub a bump my rep and turn it up even louder, right? Now we're both offended and we're not walking together. Is that resilient realness? No. Is that one body? No. We get to this family by focusing on Christ, what he has done. Our master has forgiven us a great debt, a debt that we could not repay. And he's forgiven us of that debt. And the way we get to resilient realness is forgiving others when they have a debt. Amen. And I love the last part. And be thankful. This is a good thing for you. Yes, there are differences. Yes, there will be offenses. Even here at City Light, it's not a matter of if you will be offended. It's, it's when, and you probably have already. But praise God for Jesus, right? And be thankful. Why? Because not only do we have the gift of Jesus Christ, but we have the gift of one another. My life is so much better now that I have more brothers to shoot with, although that's not my own brother. Amen. My life is better now that I get to eat ribs and uh, Oreos with peanut butter on it. That was new. Amen. <laughs> my life is so much richer now. And be, be thankful for the differences because it is beautiful, the life that we have in Christ by enjoying one another and being not only real, but being resilient. So when we have those conversations, when, when our differences come up and we don't see eye to eye, we can still love each other and still do life with each other and still play taboo with each other and eat sliders. Are we having sliders tonight? And be thankful.
Amen. <laughs> Give thanks for in all things it is the will of God concerning you in Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we're so grateful for who you are and all that you are to us, O oh Lord. Uh, so grateful for the person of Christ and for uh, the work of the Spirit, making it possible for us to do community uh, with one another. We're thankful for the constant reminder of the grace that you've shown us. And I pray, O oh Lord, by your Spirit that you would empower us to consistently extend that grace to one another, that we might continue to do life with one another. For your glory and for our good, in Jesus' name, amen. This message was brought to you by the family and friends of City Light Church. For church worship times, directions, support opportunities, or other ministry information, please visit www.citylightvicksburg.org.